Hello and welcome to 110% Improvability, the show that's really just about trying to help you do things a little bit better every day. But I can't say that I've done it perfectly, and I'm certainly no sound engineer, but despite not being perfect, people seem to like the show and they're giving us some good feedback. So why is it that many people seem to think that they have to do everything perfectly? That they can't do things that are just good. That's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Never let perfect be the enemy of good. All I mean by that is, get stuff done and get it done to the standard that you need to. And I'm talking to a lot of you young engineers and analysts out there. I was just like you guys. Constantly rethinking everything that I had done. I got some great advice from a manager I had uh, when I was a a quality engineer for a while. And he once said to me that a good answer today is vastly better than a perfect one tomorrow. Now, at the time, I wasn't right sure what he meant. Here I was, an engineer trying to do things just right. Problem is that I hadn't taken into account the fact that time was money. And time is frustration for some people. When I was working on a production line, if we shut down that production line for a short period of time, it could cost millions of dollars. So getting a good answer, rather than a perfect one, one that was good enough that meant that customers got exactly what they needed, that was the best answer. Many, many engineers and analysts and accountants out there seem to think that you have to keep analyzing until you can get that seventh decimal place worked out and it all reconciles. It's admirable that you want to do a great job for your customers and for your colleagues and co-workers. But a good job means that you're helping them being able to do their job. And if they're waiting on you, chances are they're not going to care whether or not that seventh decimal place is in place. They just want to get an answer. In the world of project management, there's been a surge of popularity in Agile. Now, one of the key tenets of Agile is a concept called the minimum viable product. What does this mean? It means the smallest possible thing that makes sense that a customer would be happy with. That means you don't have to have all the extra bells and whistles and features What you need is the minimum viable product. You need to at least get to that standard to know that your project is going to succeed. Like with anything that we do, it's important to know what that minimum viable product is. What is it that's going to be good enough that people will say, yep, I can use this. Along with the idea of a minimum viable product, you've got the other idea of failing fast. Now, failing fast just means if you're going to screw it up, do it quickly. Don't waste your extra time. Know that good enough is good enough, but stop. If you don't think you're going to get to good enough, then stop. But do it as early as possible. The longer you wait, the more resources, the more time and effort you've put into this thing, the more it's actually cost you to stop. It's actually one of the reasons why people choose not to stop projects. Because they think that they've invested so much time and effort, they've got to recoup that. Actually, you really can't worry about that. You've got to stop thinking about what's, what you've already spent and start thinking about what's to come. That's the idea of failing fast, that you've invested the least amount of time and effort into getting to a point of either knowing you're going to succeed or knowing that you won't. There's a great law called the law of diminishing returns. All this means is that the more time and effort you put into things, getting past a point of minimum viable product, the less you're going to get back. You could spend ages and ages putting lipstick on a pig or polishing brown smelly objects. And what you may find 
is that no one really cares about that extra effort. So the minimum viable product makes sense. So you don't need to be looking for perfection in every single activity that you do. What you'll also find is that if you are happy with achieving a good outcome, an outcome that your clients and co-workers and customers are happy with, then you can achieve more. You can complete more of these tasks. You can also learn more because you'll have found out what it is that allows you to add value. You don't have to uh, add in a lot of extra effort, so you can reduce the amount of wasted effort. And if you're reducing the amount of wasted effort, you've got more time for you, you've got less stress, you're going to end up with a happier life and certainly happier clients and co-workers because they're not waiting on you. If you can get these things done and do it quickly and make sure you get to this minimum viable product, you will also be seen as someone who gets things done. You won't be seen as uh, someone who spends ages and ages prevaricating. You won't be seen as a blocker. When you spend ages trying to perfect every task, you can be seen as someone who is just getting in the way. You might see it as adding quality and making sure that you are doing quality work. And that's absolutely important to do quality work. But you need to understand what quality means. What does success look like? And success is not in your eyes. It actually isn't. It's in the customer. It's in the client. It's whoever has asked for the outcome that you're trying to achieve. They're the ones that determine whether or not it's good, bad, or indifferent. So for you to go to the nth degree looking for extra perfection actually isn't adding much value. In fact, it may even be detracting from what the client really wanted in the first place. So keep in mind that where you're searching for perfection, it may not be what perfection is in the eyes of the person for whom that matters. So don't let perfection be the enemy of good. Do good work and make sure that it's to the standard that people want. Hopefully this bit of information has been helpful to you. It certainly came as a revelation to me early on in my career, but it's something that has really been seen by me as valuable over the years. So thanks, Mark, for the great words of advice. Uh, and I hope this has been helpful. And thank you very much for listening. If anyone has any comments or wanting to uh, offer any other topics that they'd like to hear, please send us an email at info at improvabilitysolutions.com or take a look at our website at improvabilitysolutions.com. And remember, it's not about the work smarter, not harder brigade. It's never been about putting in 110% effort. It's about looking for ways of doing things just a little bit better 